Hey, product people, welcome to the Product to Profit podcast. We're pulling back the curtain on what it's really like to scale a product-based business profitably and getting into the mindset of a seasoned buyer. I'm your coach, Kristen Fisher, a former corporate retail buyer with over 15 years of experience working for some major brands that you would definitely know, turned six-figure e-commerce store owner of my own gifting brand, Boku, and a retail strategy coach for product-based business owners just like yourself. Inside this podcast, I have honest conversations about what's going on inside of my own business. And I'm also sharing insights to help you get inside the mindset of a buyer to start applying big retail strategies to your own small retail business. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast. So this is the third episode of the mini summer series where I'm taking you behind the scenes, step-by-step with what I do in my own business and my life in the summer to prepare for holiday and just give myself a break in the summer, okay? So far, we have covered identifying seasons in your business. That was episode 29. And one of my favorites last week's episode was on creating white space in your calendar to allow you to really rest and have the bandwidth and the space to do some of the things that we are now going to be talking about to really get yourself prepared for the holiday season. So go check out episodes 29 and 30 if you haven't yet. That kind of sets the stage for what we're going to be talking about today. So in today's episode, I'm calling it kind of a financial reset that I'm going to walk you through. So it's the state of your business today at this mid-year point. And essentially, when I say that, I'm saying, what did you say in January when you were all excited about uh, the start of the new year and kind of turning over a new leaf and you're setting your goals? Like whether you like New Year's resolutions or not, I think all of us feel that energetic shift whenever you're leaving last year behind and you have this new clean slate in front of you for the year. What did you dream and envision your business to look like this year? We're at the halfway point, so we can still make those things happen. And maybe you made some of those things happen, and now you're kind of not clear on what you're doing going forward. It's just kind of that mid-year reset. So what do your numbers look like year to date? What has happened in your business this year? And what changes do you need to make in order to finish the year strong? So I'm going to walk you through what I do in my own business. And honestly, I think that this really, this process really stemmed from my experience in corporate retail because it's a version of what we would do every time we were getting ready to plan for a future season. It maybe just happened further in advance or at a different scale, but it's a process that you do in corporate retail that I think is really important to be profitable and I think financially sound and successful in your own small business. So I'm going to walk you through that. So the very first step is to just clean up your finances. Now, obviously in corporate retail, I wasn't going into the QuickBooks for, you know, a major retailer and doing this, but this is something that I think you need to have really a clear view to before you can do anything else. And a lot of times for those of us that don't like to be in QuickBooks, we put that off and 
let me tell you, in October, November, you're not going to want to be cleaning up your QuickBooks from the entire year. So use this like downtime to really get in there, clean it up, make sure everything is categorized the way it needs to be. Your books are all reconciled and you're in a really good place. So just clean up your QuickBooks and update your spreadsheets. So if you use a cash flow report, now's a perfect time to make sure your expenses are all updated and you can start to project out your actual cash flow and start putting some num- some general sales expectation numbers behind it just so you have a really clean slate that you're starting with. I'm working with a client right now and we're getting her cash flow report set up and now is the perfect time to set it up if you don't have one yet, right? So you know how much money you actually have to be working with in season. So update things like your cash flow report or your sales reporting and your inventory management or your um, inventory budgeting, your open to buy, any type of spreadsheets you're using in your business. Now is the time to just clean them up, make sure they look nice and pretty and they're not overwhelming and you understand where you are at and where you're going from a financial perspective. So clean up your finances, then pull some reports. So kind of step two on this financial reset, you've cleaned up your finances. Now you want to see true picture, what is working and what is not working in your business. So I recommend starting with a year to date report and If you're already in this best practice of hindsighting your business, you're probably going to know generally some of the things that happened at an isolated time period for a floor set or the quarter. So if you already have all of this, pull them out and refresh your memory. If you don't, pull a year-to-date report regardless, actually, and look at just what has been actually driving your business and what has not for this full six month time period or seven month time period. I say the year to date because a lot of times, especially for those of you that have established businesses that have been around longer, you probably have some items in your line that you just continuously are selling because they're always top sellers. But if you don't pay attention to those, sometimes you can just start to assume that they're your top sellers. And while they might be at the top of your sales report, they might be down to last year, they might be up to last year, you may have too much inventory or not enough inventory, you start to kind of lose sight of them because you take it a little bit for granted. It's really easy to just be like, ah, that one style, it's like the bread and butter in my business, it just keeps running. But maybe you have opportunity to make a couple of different choices out of that. You can go a little bit deeper on that style or it's downtrending and you need to find a replacement. So this midpoint in the year before you've started really fleshing out your holiday line or you have have not yet bought your own holiday line. So if you're a maker and you sell wholesale, you're probably already starting or you're probably already well into your holiday catalog and you're doing outreach now but maybe you haven't bought any inventory for your own D2C customers yet, this is a good point in the year to say, okay, let me just see where I'm at year to date. So pull that new report, refresh your memory on the floor sets you have had this past couple um, of months, and then also pull out your last year's holiday information. So I always encourage at the end of holiday, at the end of a big time period to do a hindsight And if you listened to my first season over Q4 holiday of 2022, when I did the pop-up podcast, I talked a lot about hindsighting and seasonal planning and just really was in it and walking you through it. So I'll link out those episodes in the show notes. You can get those. I moved them into 
a private podcast feed because they are a little unpolished and raw and they're I think they're pretty awesome. I had so much fun doing them, but they are in a private feed now. So if you want those, you'll have instant access to 12 episodes and you can download them and listen immediately. So I'll link those out in the show notes for you to grab those, but I talk about hindsighting. I have a whole episode on hindsighting. So if you're not sure what I'm talking about, check that out, give that a listen. But pull out the reports or pull new reports if you didn't pull them before and look at what worked for you in holidays so you can kind of refresh your memory on what was happening in your business during your busiest time last year. So step one, clean up your finances. Step two, get those reports pulled. Look at what's really happening in your business now. What's the data telling you in your business right now? And what happened in holiday last year? Refresh your memory on that before you do anything else. All right. Now the third step is really looking at the goals that you set out for this year and just see how you're tracking, kind of give your business like some ratings on how you're tracking towards those goals. And honestly, even if they still make sense in your business, because if we all know one thing, what we always say is going to happen in our business does not always happen. And I mean, nine times out of 10, what you thought in January, seven months ago, might not still apply because you've learned a lot. You have a lot of data in front of you. Your customers are telling you through what they're buying or even just literally what they're telling you. And you can start to say, okay, this goal maybe doesn't make sense anymore, or I've hit that goal, or this is what I thought I wanted to do, but actually there's this other thing that has surprised me and I'm actually going to pivot towards that. So you want to say, all right, here's what I set out to do. Here are the goals that I set for myself. And I now have a handle on what's working and what's not working in my business. So I'm going to really take a look at what are the opportunities in my business that I can move into. So if pivoting is something that you maybe need to do, like you have always sold body scrubs and your customer just doesn't is not feeling they're not vibing with your body scrubs in 2023 but you brought in a really small line of this new body butter I don't know making that up that um, they're really into and it's like in this cool new packaging and that seems to continuously be selling out maybe you need to lean more into that and find a, a way to really make that a bigger idea with more profit baked into it and you want to pivot to be more of a body butter or, you know, more of a company that has the after shower versus the in the shower products. Totally making up this example, but pivoting is really hard to do. I think the first step is admitting that you need to pivot. Like that's the hard part. And then the even harder part is actually, I think, implementing it because you're sometimes leaving behind something that you're potentially really emotionally tied to, or it's like a dream that you had for your business or a vision where you just always were like, I'm marching towards this in my business, but the numbers and the profit are clearly showing this other path for me. So if pivoting is is what you need to do, now is the time to to say that that is what you need to be doing because you're going to be able to take the next couple months to really start that marketing messaging towards the pivot and really prepare yourself so that you can like crush it in the holiday season because you've pivoted pivoted into the things that are working and away from the things that are not working. So it's, I think, just getting really clear on what opportunities are in front of you that you can capitalize on. And like I said, it could be 
you know, a, a full pivot. It could also be something like you find some little nuggets in your sales reports that maybe you overlooked when things were really busy or you remembered or you knew about it, but you kind of forgot about it. And now you're remembering that there was this one little thing that was really good. And it's a, an idea that could be made into a bigger part of your your line and you can bring it back or tweak it and make it more holiday specific. And it's a bigger idea that's a volume driver because you know it worked. Maybe there's a new trend that's working in your business or just an actual trend out there that you could bring into your line. Um, or even if, I don't know, I could say a million things here, but even if it's a promo that worked really well or a collaboration or a type of collaboration that you did, or if you take a look at your analytics and you see your marketing messaging or different channels are working better for you, it's really just looking at the opportunities that are in front of you that the data is showing you because you have numbers in your business in all different aspects that can tell you what you need to be doing if you just give yourself the space to actually look at those so you can really make decisions going into your biggest peak time period that are going to maybe catapult your business more than you realized. And you're not necessarily the business owner that's status quo and just doing the same thing over and over again, because that doesn't necessarily always work for us. It might work for you for a year or two years sometimes, but then when it comes to a screeching halt and you haven't been paying attention to all the trends popping up in front of you, it could be a problem for you. So look at those opportunities Look at what happened last year in holiday. Start brainstorming goals and ideas to make holiday better this year. Okay, so you're updating those financials. You're getting really clear on where you are at. What's the state of the business? A little financial reset. You're going to revisit your goals from the beginning of the year until now. Did you exceed them? Have you not even come close? Do you have room to bring in new goals or adjust the old goals? Then you want to identify opportunities in your business that you can apply to holiday. So what can you do to your holiday line that's going to move the needle and really be a profit-driven decision? And then step four is creating your financial plan for this season. So I like to do the opportunities and the goals and the financial reset steps first, because that can really inform your financial plan. After you do your financial plan, meaning your sales and inventory planning, then you start really designing and doing the product and buying work. So if you've already designed your wholesale line, because we're in July and you designed it in June, that's totally fine. You don't need to bring in every single one of those choices for your own line. Or if you do, then maybe you can use some of these best practices to help you buy into more or less of those based on what the data was telling you. You can always make changes to your assortment. You don't have to do anything, right? You can make the decision in your business, but really getting clear on what opportunities you have and then using that to inform your financial plan will help you to make really, really smart, profitable decisions when it comes to actually buying your product um, and, and getting that inventory in place for holiday. So in the episode coming up, I'm going to be talking more about the financial and the sales planning, and then also really how I build out my holiday collection and what I'm doing from there. But I do just want to say, in that next step of building out your financial and your sales plan, you can take all of these learnings that you just had 
and apply them as percentages to your holiday sales plan. So you can look at last year, your sales by month, and you can say, all right, based on what I just identified as opportunities in my business or something that I'm pivoting away from, I'm going to maybe add a certain amount of percentage points or subtract a certain amount of percentage points from those sales to set my sales plan so that you can kind of start to see if you're going to be up or down, if you have opportunity or if you need to pull back. So that's kind of just top line how I would start that sales planning process. I'm going to dig into it a little bit more in the next episode, but really I'm going to be talking a lot about holiday planning and really how I look at my collection whenever I'm planning into that. So like I said, I'm going to drop the link in the show notes for you to grab the first 12 episodes of this podcast that were recorded live real time in Q4 last year when I was walking you through my own holiday season. There's a lot of really good nuggets in there that if you have the time now, you might as well start listening to them because I think that that might help you as you're planning your own holiday collection. So grab the link in the show notes or head to shopboku.com and go to the retail coaching tab and you can see the link in there to download those episodes. So I hope you have a great week and you crush your sales and you get a little bit of rest this summer. All right, that's all I've got for you today. I am so glad that you're here. If you are loving the show, I would be beyond grateful if you would just take a minute to rate and review this podcast just to help spread the word. Now, there's something in it for you too as a little thank you. If you leave a review, share a screenshot or just share the show to your stories and tag me at product to profit coach on Instagram. You'll be entered to win my new monthly giveaway where you'd win a hot seat coaching call with me. You'd have the option to record it live on this podcast, which not only would be so much fun, but would also give your amazing brand some visibility and you a quick win. So thank you again for tuning in. I hope that you absolutely crush your sales this week.